Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, we're following up on our report from a few weeks ago about how quantum computers being developed right now are going to make all of our current computers obsolete because they will be so much stronger, faster, and able to analyze data in a whole new way. This kind of computer, though, is still in its infancy, and while there are some in use right now, they're few and far between but not so very far away, it seems, as we learn that the Cleveland Clinic is building one right now as part of their 10-year Discovery Accelerator partnership with IBM. Dr. Lara Jehai, who is the clinic's chief research information officer, tells us that while it's not the entire focus of the project, quantum computing is a big part of it because today's computers just aren't up to the task when it comes to supporting complex medical research. And she says that became even more clear as a result of the pandemic. It's just impossible. It's not sustainable for us to continue to do research the way we're doing it now. Computational tools are too slow when it comes to certain problems. They're unable to solve certain problems. So we were at a a point in operating research where all of our teams were coming to us with, we need something different. We need more. And that coincided with the pandemic, with the Cleveland Innovation District being launched with the major investment from the state and Cleveland Clinic to the tune of $565 million to build research and innovation in Cleveland. With all of these forces joining, we realized that we have to take our computation and data science research to the next level. And with that, we partnered with IBM Research. IBM Research is an organization that has research in its DNA, right? Same as us in Cleveland Clinic. Research is one of three in our tripartite mission, clinical care education research. IBM Research, that's all they focus on. Uh, And they aligned with us on culture, on priorities, on interest and innovation. And together, we created the Discovery Accelerator, which is this 10-year strategic partnership that was launched in December of 2021. And through it, we've organized teams in research with members from Cleveland Clinic and from IBM Research that are organized around three main work streams, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and education. Quantum computing is there as a research interest because with its potential to solve problems in the field of cancer, in the fields of imaging, simulations, clinical trial design, we can dig deeper if you want, but there are many applications in medicine where we are looking for a quantum solution. What is it about the nature and capabilities of quantum computing that makes it so well matched to really tough questions that you have to answer about, let's say, how drugs interact in various people or how cancer in one person is different from cancer in somebody else or how a heart patient 
would do really well with this kind of treatment and and not with something else. Is that the kind of thing that you're going to be looking at with quantum? And why is it so well suited to that? Those are the kinds of problems not that we're going to, we are. We already have several ongoing projects and life sciences research using the quantum. So we started. But the reason why the quantum is a better fit is because it's a better fit with nature (laughs) in general, with the human body. Uh, Classical computing is based on bits that have to reduce all of all information to zeros and ones. Any piece of data can either be black or white, zero or one. And intuitively, if you look around you, nature isn't black or white. The human body isn't black or white. We have all kinds of colors around us and we have all shades of continuous states that the human body can be in. It has been impossible to squeeze all of this diversity in the human body and the problems that we want to solve into the classical framework of the zeros and the ones. That's why our solutions aren't perfect. That's why a lot of our artificial intelligence work say it doesn't work. That's why analyzing genetic sequences takes forever because we are trying to eat a hamburger drinking through a straw. (laughs) You you can't. Quantum computing is based on quantum principles which allow for continuity and variation and a spectrum. It is much closer to nature. That's why, in principle, without going too technical, it fits better. It sounds like right now with the current computer technology that we have, let's make another analogy. Like if I was trying to see better, I would have a certain kind of glasses. And it sounds like right now we have glasses that are imperfectly fit, but if we use quantum computers, then suddenly we'll be able to see all kinds of things because suddenly our glasses are just much better. We can see more. It's not that there's more there. It's just that we couldn't see it before. Is that the way it is? That's a great analogy. I'd say another analogy building on this one might be if you're wanting to find a needle in a haystack. The way classical computing works, you have to take that whole haystack and you can only look at little bits of it one at a time and see if you can find your needle in it. With quantum, you can look at the whole haystack in parallel, you know, which piece in it has that needle in it. So that's why it's faster, because it can do all this work in parallel without needing to split it into these tiny pieces. I thought it was interesting that you mentioned that some of the funding you've gotten was in part inspired by the events of the pandemic. And so I'm wondering when it comes to perhaps using quantum computers in the future, will they be able to help us come up with better drugs or be able to analyze and deal with data from big things like pandemics better? Yes, that's the hope. The two main applications for quantum and life sciences are quantum chemistry and quantum machine learning. So In quantum chemistry, the main application is drug discovery. 
how do we use quantum to better model how drugs interact together, how a certain drug can affect a certain circuitry pathways in the human body. And when you're dealing with a pandemic, you need to do this work very quickly because the pandemic is going on. It's not waiting for you to find that needle in the haystack, looking, digging into it one piece at a time. That's exactly the hope with quantum. Uh, we're not there yet, but that's the path that we're driving towards. So with regard to this partnership that you have with IBM, I'm assuming that they're supplying the hardware and you're supplying the data and the medical know-how. Is that how it's working? Not really. So they're supplying, the data is in Cleveland Clinic. We're not selling data or sending data. So it's not really a data partnership. It's a research partnership. So what they're providing to us is the the hardware with the quantum itself being installed, but they're also providing researchers, so personnel, data scientists, computer scientists, engineers from IBM, and uh, licenses and technology, just tools to analyze the data. And the way the partnership operates is uh, these research teams that we've organized collaborate, identify projects that they want to work on, and then each project is vetted by a, a joint steering committee between the two places. And we set up a plan where researchers from Cleveland Clinic are working with data researchers from IBM side by side on solving the specific problem. So how soon is this going to be operational? Do you know what, you, do you have a goal or? At it's already operating. Yeah, so we have, we started in December, as I mentioned, we already have now 13 projects that are ongoing. Four of those projects are in quantum computing. We already started the construction on our own quantum that we will have here in Cleveland Clinic. We expect it to be done in the first quarter of next year. But in the meantime, our researchers are accessing the IBM quantums through the cloud. So we are able to do research with quantum, just not using physically, you know, the one that we have installed here. So is there anything you'd like to add maybe that I have forgotten to ask? Any final thoughts you have on this? Or you think we pretty much covered it? You know, the only thing I'd add is that for us in Cleveland Clinic, it was a big uh, decision to make to be in the space of quantum computing. And life sciences and healthcare institutions in general have been dabbling with it, but they've stayed on the periphery. Cleveland Clinic is leading in that we are the healthcare system that has committed to using finding applications for quantum in life sciences. And for that, we are excited. We are thrilled for what, you know, it's an adventure and we can't wait to see what that will bring to us and to Cleveland as a city, bringing this tool and making it available for other institutions, other researchers in Cleveland who are, and anywhere really in the region, who are interested in quantum computing. That was Cleveland Clinic Chief Research Information Officer, Dr. Lara J. High. And to find out more about the Cleveland Clinic's Discovery Accelerator Project, go to clevelandclinic.org. 
And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.